Sony. Hello Canada, Tony here. Today's date is February 25th, 2021, and it really is today. I know in yesterday's show I mistakenly made the date February 25th, but today it really is. My apologies for the error yesterday. So I had referenced made in our in yesterday's show uh the medical assistance in dying legislation is what it is we did not get time to get to it in yesterday's show and i apologize for that but we had a lot of important subjects to cover and we still have many more important subjects to cover that did not make it into yesterday's show so i want to touch on made today and it's one of those bills, I think, that probably had some good intentions behind it. And I was kind of curious how things were going to turn out when this bill first made its way in through Parliament. Because I thought that it had some good things in it. Alright, so it's it's already made it through Parliament and it's in the Senate now. And so it's likely to become law. Well, I can't say any time because we don't have a governor general to uh, give royal assent, although the chief justice of the Supreme Court certainly can fill in that role. But wouldn't that be awkward, especially with a bill like that, if the chief justice of the Supreme Court would ha be able to give assent to a bill that he may end up having to adjudicate over at some point in time? Anyway, let me not get ahead of myself on that front, because I will, I will come back to that at some point. But for those of you who may not have heard of the Medical Assistance in Dying Act bill, I guess I should say, I'm not sure what it's going to be called once it's proclaimed into law. The Coles notes on MAID are that it stems from a case, I believe British Columbia had the very first test case of this when a lady who had chronic pain, and I can't remember, she had a very debilitating physical disease where she was in constant pain and her prognosis was that she was going to die anyway, so she wanted to die on her own terms. And the British Columbia government, the Supreme Court of British Columbia, actually granted her permission to do so, but then, of course, it went to the Supreme Court of Canada, was struck down, and now this law has come along to help make cases like hers and others a little more simple. And, of course, once it hits Parliament and once politicians get a hold of it, especially with the band of radical leftists that we have in Ottawa right now, it just turned into something other than what it was probably intended for. Now, it was intended to help people who had, for example, terminal cancer or ALS, and there was you know, no, prog no prognosis for recovery, just to allow them some dignity to, to pass away, you know, humanely and a way to end their pain. On the surface, that sounds actually really good and noble, and I actually support that. And if that's all that this bill was, now that it's in the Senate, I would still be all for it. 
However, remember I mentioned all those radical leftists in Parliament? Well, the Bloc Québécois only agreed to support this bill and help it pass through the House of Commons if mental illness would be included in the criteria. So let me break that down. So if there is a debilitating mental illness that will eventually cause a person's death, that that should also be included as a criteria to be included in the medical assistance in dying legislation. For example, if somebody has Alzheimer's and their brain will eventually rot away until they finally die from the condition, that perhaps a person should be allowed to have a doctor's assistance in dying. They, they once called it doctor-assisted suicide, by the way. Maybe that might trigger a reference in people's heads. But at any rate, so the Bloc Québécois wanted mental illness to be added into the bill for such cases. And then when that happened, I thought to myself, I'm not as okay with mental illness, but as somebody who has dementia, Alzheimer's in the family, I get that. And I will tell you right now, I would sign up for that, for the the dementia, Alzheimer's end of it. So I can't really say I'm against that part of it. However, I'm really sorry that the ter- that the broad term of mental illness was brought into the bill because now that it got into the Senate, speaking of radical leftists, by the way, there is a ton of those in the Senate. So, of course, now the Senate has decided they have to make some amendments to the medical assistance in dying bill. And that in itself is not new. Senators will make amendments to legislation all the time, and then send it back to Parliament to get that tweaked and, you know, re-pass through Parliament to come back to the Senate for their consent at a later date. Happens all the time. Unfortunately, with this band of radical leftists in the Senate, and I will have to rant about the Senate another day because that is a whole complete other crap show that Justin Trudeau had to meddle in and ruin. It was bad enough before he got there. Anyway, thank you very much to the mental illness crowd. Depression is now to be included in the Medical Assistance in Dying Act. And I'm not saying depression is not a mental illness because it is certainly recognized as one. And depression is real, obviously. It is a diagnosed condition. But I don't think for one minute that depression should be a legitimate medical reason to bring about one's own demise because depression is something that can be treated. Depression is something people can get through and get over. And we're going down a horrible road if we allow this to happen. Now, I'm hoping that there will be some cooler heads in the House of Commons once this bill makes its way back to have all these amendments looked at. But if we allow depression to be a reason to legally end one's own life with the assistance of a doctor, 
Can you imagine the spike in deaths that's going to occur from that? Especially right now when suicides are already up, addictions are up, overdoses are way up, murders are up, depression is definitely up. And as the, the longer we go on in these lockdowns, stay-at-home orders, curfews, whatever you want to call them, Depression's actually getting worse, not better. And what's even worse is that depression is getting dramatically worse in our younger demographics, like the 18 to 34 crowd, for example. Depression is going way up in the school-age crowd because school-age children and young adults can't get together with their peers and I say young adults because of the university crowd. So what if this crowd who are depressed, and honestly, how hard is it to have a teenager who's depressed? How hard is that to imagine? Teenagers get depressed all the time. Teenagers are volatile. So do we allow all of these teens and young adults who have had their entire world turned upside down for the past year in my opinion, mostly unnecessarily. Do we allow all of those young people in our society to go and ask a doctor to inject them and end their lives when they've got decades ahead of them to change the world for the better? Well, to me, the obvious answer is no. No, we don't let that happen. That would be the most ridiculous thing we could possibly do. But... If we allow the Senate amendments to take place and allow them to be passed into law, that is exactly the Pandora's box we are opening, ladies and gentlemen. And that is not a road I want to go down. I don't want medically assisted death to be the next Prozac pill. And that's what it will become. I mean, you'll have Dr. Jack Kevorkian just prescribing people medically assisted death rather than being called a suicide doctor, he'll be called the hero. And we can't allow ourselves to go down that road, Canada. We are losing enough people to suicide right now as it is. We're losing too many. We are losing too many to overdoses. We are losing too many people to murder now that murder rates have also gone up. And we have to turn this ship around. And if we allow these kind of changes to, to medically assist, medical assistance in dying legislation, we're, we're just going to continue down the path that we're on now. And in fact, we're going to accelerate it. In Canada, we can't allow that to happen. We've, I'm, I'm okay with mental illness being part of this made legislation, but we have got to put some very, very, very strict fences around the language in this bill. We know it's going to pass because we know the makeup of the government we have right now. But what we really have to do is be very vigilant on how they phrase the terms mental illness and the parameters they set to allow mental illness to be 
a reason for medical assistance in dying. Because if they allow depression to be one of those criteria, I'm very afraid for what happens going forward. And you should be too.